<laughs> Hello and welcome back to the What the Derf Show. My name is Freddie and this is Noemi. And in this episode, we are structured and all over the place as usual, but we give, we give you everything, man. Sorry. We give you everything. She's still laughing because we're recording outtakes, but I'm not I'm not doing it again. He's so frustrated with me. Okay? We talk about active shooters and how we survived over the weekend. We talk about tortillas and cheese. We talk about science. And we talk about science. So we have it's a, it's a good little episode for you, okay? We also bring up Hitler. If you get excited for that, I don't like you. If you're a history buff, if you're a history buff, that is good. Okay. All right. Um, hope you enjoy the episode. If you don't already, follow us on all platforms. Like, give us a, a rating on Spotify and Insta- on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. We love you, loyal listeners. Happy Monday if you're listening to this on the launch date. Shout out to Lillian Diego. Lillian Diego and uh, Eric Knorr, Jamie Knorr, um, Betts, Liz from Ireland. That's the girl that listens from Ireland. Benji. Benji. Who else listens to this? Who else listens to this? Amy. She listens to this as a follower from, from, um, from TikTok. It's all good. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode. You're amazing. You're beautiful. If no one told you lately, you are exactly who and where you need to be in life right now. Focus on today, baby. Have a good day. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. Say bye. Bye. Okay, check one. Check two. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Noemi's getting some water. 170, degree, 107 degrees today in the central of valleys. Or the, I, I think, yes. I, I, think I, don't, I don't drink enough water. Actually, I know for a fact I don't drink enough water. And that's why I'm always... I, I'm easily inclined to headaches. Okay. I do have one today. So just putting it out there. Fun fact. Girls always have headaches. Hey, Fred, how do you know? Fred had not one... <laughs> Not two. Oh no, I, I did have two wives. <laughs> I was like, "Is there I, something I've been I don't twice, know about?" And, and I'm, the, is, I'm the third is, serious hold on. <laughs> serious relationship number three. I think that one was right. That's my trumpet of love for you, girl. My trumpet of love. And thank you. Girls have headaches, man. They just have headaches, and none of them drink enough water. Our, our brains work differently. That's none of them drink enough water. Parts of our brain. You, it, the only time you'll see a girl drinking water is is the when they go for the when the headache is already done and it's already here, and then you're like, I guess I should drink. Or water. when they've got like IG model status goals, and they'll get one oh, of those yeah. those water jugs that says "Get going," and then there's another line for how much you drank. It says "Almost there," and then there's another line oh, as yeah, you drink I more. It's just like "Just a little more," and then on the bottom when it's gone, it says "You did it." You did. That's what. That's those girls Dang. don't have headaches. Your ex-wife did have the did buy all the stuff too. But I bought all the stuff. I'm being really sexist right now. But those girls don't have headaches. But they are headaches. Wow. Let them have a headache. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I'll let you have a headache, girl. Excuse me. What? I didn't say you're a headache. You have headaches. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I I'm totally joking. You know what? He is joking. It's mostly. truth joking. You know what I'm saying? It's a little fun truth joking. So I got Whatever a. That means. I got a message from my grandma. What did she say? Is she still in Texas? I miss her. No, she came back. She she was at church today. Oh, I didn't see her. I got a message from my grandma. 
And I, I just want you to know, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, one, I'm not sexist. I'm just messing around. Two, I'm Mexican. I don't speak Spanish, but I'm Mexican, so I come from Mexican descent. My whole growing up Mexican food has been there. Mexican food and hamburger helper. I mean, thank God for the beef stroganoff hamburger helper. You know, some, sometimes we couldn't afford the hamburger meat. It was just it was just the help. Summer times? Sometimes. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. just had the noodles, noodles and, Interesting. and pow- powdered whatever. I grew up on frijoles. Rice, tortillas, harina. My mom makes, you've tried my mom. Yeah, your mom is first generation. Yes. So my grandma's first generation. My mom is second generation. So your mom grew up on that. My mom is you, your generation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so my mom always had, if she had meat, and it's weird because when you're growing up, you don't know you're Mexican or you eat Mexican food. It's just food. Until it's just food. But anything my mom makes is Mexican food. Yeah. Everything has chile, salsa, jalapeno, like everything, like serranos, you know. She's she, everything she makes is Mexican. She'll she'll have pork, chicken, beef. It's all Mexican. Except except the times when she's like, "Oh, I'm making white rice and I'm doing like a stir fry." And obviously it's like Mexicanized, so but what, it's still like, you know. What makes something Mexican? I'll tell you three ingredients, okay? One. Don't even. Chili powder. Two, no. two, two. Cumin. Okay. And three, rooster powder. Okay, so that's American people trying to make Mexican food. Hold up. Or whitewashed. Hold up. No. Gomino, yeah, you know. Um, but you don't use chili powder. You make chili powder. Well, you know what I'm saying. The, but, but it's different. No, it's different because I've I've made stuff using what you said. Yeah. It doesn't taste the same. I'll make it taste the same. Yeah. We'll let uh, Diego sure. vote. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, Diego could vote, but Lily's going to tell him. No, no, no. Diego's no, vote's babe. the only one that matters. Diego is Lily's uh, husband. Lily matters Diego too. is uh, equally. Lily's man. Are you saying that because you're super sexist? You sexist man. <laughs> okay, let me get to what my grandma said. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, duh. ADHD. And um, my grandma, she texts. She she calls me. She, my grandma doesn't text. First of all, my grandma is going to be 82 years old this year. She was born. It's you know crazy. What? Yes. Born in 1940, bro. That's crazy, what? right? She was alive when, when um, World War Two, World War Two, Pearl Harbor. Um, um, what are the, all those famous people's names? Elvis was alive. Yeah. Um, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. <gasps> yeah, at the transition the of super racism, isn't it yes. crazy how racism existed? Like. Hey, 60 years it's ago. Still, it still exists, babe. You mean segregation. Segregation. Okay, segregation. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Yes. It's a, not from my not from my water fountain, you know? So Oh, yes. So, that's pretty crazy. That was like that was like That's a little weird because they and, ha- they had those accents yeah. back then, you know? In terms of like years and how close together it is, you know? If we're looking at the past 2000 years, 60 years ago is like yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Right. That, like, Even no, like slavery? It was around about 150, 160 years ago. So that's two 75-year-old ladies 
back to back. Hey, what do you get in a podcast of two people with some kind of mental thing? ADHD. And honestly, I'm just Fred. I'm my own he's diagnosis. Got, he's got everything. We, we talk about, I'm trying to get to what my grandma said. We end up on racism. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So she, what grandma said. said how old she is. Okay, she's 1940. Congratulations. She 1940. A, I said she's 1940. <laughs> she's she 80, is 81, going to be 82 years old this she is year. She's the essence of 1940. And she doesn't text message me. It's funny because her, her sight, there was one point where she would wear two glasses, you know, for that oh, extra zoom cute. and a magnifying glass. Oh, my goodness. To read stuff. <laughs> That's cute. You know, now Siri's her best friend. Oh, nice. She you know, have to utilizing that technology, it. baby. You know, hey, your mom, your mom, your grandma's high tech. Hey, but it's not Siri. It's Siri. <laughs> you know, Siri. But um, like Dominic. So she, she, she calls me up. She leaves a message. And then my phone sends a text message of the, the voicemail. And I just picture uh, her sounding like this in the message. I want to read it out loud. Hi, ho. call me when you have time. I have your cheese and your tortillas here from Texas. And I don't know if you uh, still here, live here in uh, Los Baños, but the translation said Los Daniels. (laughs) (laughs) Call me when you have time. Uh, Okay, bye, hijo. She did it like a phone call? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, bye, hijo. What? (laughs) Because a text. It's not a text. It's a voicemail. Oh, a voicemail. My phone texts me. Okay, okay, okay. I messed that part. I was like, if she texts you that, that's great. Uh Uh-uh. Because she (laughs) did it like... Heck no, man. You know how long it takes for my grandma to send a text message? Oh, my gosh. If you ever zoom in on your, your, uh, your font for your messages... And you wonder, like, why, does it, why does it get that big? And you can make it huge. Hers is huge. Like, it's like the word, it's, the word isn't even on one line. It's like the word dash and then the rest of the word in the you, bottom. You, yeah. That's how big it is. Yeah. It's just big letters, like four <laughs> letters when you scroll. Four letters, yeah. you know? Yeah. So she brought me cheese and tortillas from, from Mexico. Mm. But she went to Texas for a few weeks, a little vacation for her. And you said she wasn't going to come back, so I won that bet. And you did. You won a prize. And yes. she brought me back cheese and tortillas. Cool. Well, okay, okay. You know, like... Did she bring candy? No, she doesn't bring candy. No. So, what's the importance of that? Let's just say you're driving to work, and you're not Lily or Diego. You're not family for us. What's, why, why would you get excited? Why, would, why is that voicemail worthy? Your cheese and tortillas are here. Let me let me let me just let me break it down for you, okay? That's that crap. You buy a Save Mart. That's not a tortilla. That's not a tortilla. That's just round flour cakes. You know what I'm saying? That's like what? it's nothing. Right? <laughs> round flour cakes. You know they got little little spots on it. It's nothing. The tortillas from Mexico when they're hecho in Mexico. Those and are the real stuff. Not, are you gonna invite not me? All of are them? you gonna no, make me some quesadillas? No, I'm bringing them to your sister's house. Yes. And you're gonna let my mom to, do to where magic? not all of them. You know how you see tortillas; they're all perfectly round. Not all of them are perfectly round. Perfect. And this cheese that she got me, I think it's called asateca or something. It's not asadero. Uh, asteca. It's it's something else. I, I gotta ask her what it is it's again. It's not Oaxaca cheese. No, no. So it's it's this big. So the cheese is the size of a 12 inch tortilla. The roundness of it. Okay, and it's in layers. So you take a piece of cheese what? off. You sit it on the tortilla, and it's the perfect size for the tortilla. 
also cool. what my aunt did one time is she made tamales. Yes, he told fried us. Fried eggs and put this same cheese over the top of it, like some sort of like plastic vacuum seal. Picture of plastic vacuum seal when you're trying to but like form what's it called? What, what show that I, I forget what it is like just a plastic when you put it over like a plastic vacuum seal mm-hmm. and then it just cheese on top of that nice. so I have cheese and tortillas at my grandma's house I'm gonna pick it up probably Tuesday because I'm not gonna be in Los Angeles tomorrow and that's that cheese and tortillas welcome back to the what the dirt show it's 10 minutes 10 and this is your welcome hope you're still here i mean if you're here that means you heard this welcome we're talking already we're talking already just so welcome back baby yeah and speaking of of family i have a nephew i told you i don't want to talk about vin diesel no more what just kidding you said family oh (laughs) you're stupid (laughs) (laughs) you're dumb anyways uh i have a nephew his name is dominic Yes. And if you know Dominic, you know that that kid is just his own kind of breed. Human. Oh, <laughs> like, human. Yeah. yeah, he's his own kind of human. And I just wanted to talk about some of the things that he has actually said to us. Oh, yeah. Because it can get it can get confusing real fast. Most of the time whenever he speaks, what is the thing that you hear from it? us from any of us oh what <laughs> yeah he'll say wait, three lines and then, and then we'll say wait 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 what what did you just say yeah and he never knows and i think certain times he does know what he's talking about but he doesn't want to explain it yeah because you know he's a teenage boy he's probably dirty you know something something that's not good and his mom well, probably i also think he uses words that he doesn't know the meaning okay and it just he used to have this thing that he would say whenever he liked something do you remember what that phrase was mm-hmm. oh it's like it's gucci gucci subway subway it's gucci gucci subway i'm like what what does that even mean? I was always like, okay, but just tell me what it means. He's like, I just mean it's, it's you know. It means I like it. N- no, he wouldn't say that. He would use another slang. Oh yeah. To to say that slang, and I think one of my favorite things that he's ever said was, and I wasn't even present for this. My sister told Freddie and I. He said he. I guess she made salmon or something. Yeah. And he, salmon's very buttery, and they had they had made like they had. Uh, cooked it in butter i guess mm. and he saw like the yellow liquid on it yeah and he goes mom um so is this the urine blood <laughs> she said what this is a true story the urine blood and she goes what are you talking about the food this is the urine blood right and she's like yeah but what are you saying though like <laughs> and she's always trying to get him to reflect she's his mom she wants yeah. him to advance in life you know? <laughs> she's like no dominic what did you just say well it, it's yellow you know it's i'm talking about the food she goes yes but you said urine blood and he's referring to the butter because obviously it's, it's in a pan possibly wrapped in foil so you have the the pieces of salmon fillet soaking in right. butter yes. and it's yellow so i'm trying to paint a, b- a bigger picture yes and she's like you said urine blood urine blood what are you talking about yeah well because you know like the fish you they, they got they got blood, you know, you cooked it. And as she's like, yes, but you said urine and, and blood. blood. As if it's a thing to as begin if it's with. something. She's like, that's not anything. I mean, there's blood in your urine. Funny how that you turn those words around. <laughs> just, you get blood in your urine. He just looks at it. He's like, ah, oh, okay. 
runs away. <laughs> yeah, runs away. Dude, yes. Oh, my God. Today he said that he's got to wipe that slime off his nose. No, he says, he goes, oh, I got to wipe that nose slime. For some reason, that means something good. He says, I got to wipe that nose slime because you only want live once, yellow, and then stop talking. And then he stopped talking. And we're just like, what? He's like, I, I, oh, never mind. Like, I, I don't even... He doesn't know what he's talking about. So so, I don't think he knows. So what you see, perceive as like t- encouraging <laughs> him, I just don't, I just don't, I will not give the energy to be confused anymore. <laughs> I just say, I just, okay, no, pop cat. I just want to know what's in his brain. I don't. I do. I don't. I want to know what caused you to say this. For what reason? He said, he, we were in the living room because the power is out right now and uh, where my where my sister lives and it was just an unexplained power outage so we were all in the living room trying to stay cool we were kind of like laying on the ground and suddenly he just says oh that'll be a sign i'll uh catch a couple dubs when i play uh what is fortnite it? fortnite blah 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 and then my sister goes what <laughs> And he goes, nothing, mom, nothing, mom. Nothing, oh, because he said this, this is a perfect scenario for me to catch a couple of dubs on Fortnite because the power went out. But he he so, wasn't talking about that. And then she goes, what would be the perfect scenario? Would, no, she goes, what's the sign? He goes, I know the sign. My brain knows the sign, but I can't say the sign. <laughs> <laughs> My brain doesn't want me to know. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating, but it's hilarious at the same time. It's not frustrating to me. It's just it's like not, it, I'm not saying like I want to rip my hair out. It's just like I need to know. I I need to know. Tell me, says, baby girl, cause I need to know. He says all these things, and he doesn't make any sense. And when you ask him what that slang means, he says it with another slang. No, 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 no. Say, I don't, I don't know why I said and that. And then right also now. he takes pictures of his knee and he thinks it's an aesthetic <laughs> but i love that kid hey, let him, let him, i love you know? that kid yeah he's so oh. funny and i we give him a hard time i give my sister and i give him a really hard time <laughs> but we love him and so yeah that was the dominic section <laughs> all right we're gonna transition into a little something that happened yesterday oh, survived an active shooter Kind of. Kind of. Not really. But it okay. Was, it was very terrifying. So though. first of all, we like to go to the movies at this place called in River Park. It's a Regal Cinemas movie theater. It's in River Park, California. It's kind of by, or it's River Park in Fresno, California. And it's yes. just this, you know, little. You can, you can look it up. Google shooting in River Park, Fresno, and then put the date, which would be what date? Hmm. Hold on. Seven, I was trying to paint a picture of what it was. I'm first. sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so yesterday I went to the to a movie theater. It was like Regal Cinema in, in River Park, which is in Fresno, California. And it's like in this little shopping center. You, you know, it's like an outside kind of mall. You know, and they have a, a movie theater. They have a brewery. They have a lot of places to eat. They have a color me mind. So we like to hang out over there. So it's a place that Noemi and I like to go to whenever we get the chance. And now watch movies in this movie theater because this movie theater offers a VIP section, which is a $24 ticket. You go in, you give them the ticket. Then you go in the back to the VIP for a yes. VIP section. It's and you give them the ticket. It's a separate theater. You feel really special. Hey, Fred. 
What, what makes it VIP? Well, right when you walk in, you have the VIP. It's this big old VIP sign. And right when you walk no in, no one you else the, can go in. You hand your ticket. Nobody else can go in. You hand your ticket to the person to your right. Two nicer bathrooms. I mean, that's awesome. You don't have to wait for Way urinals. Nicer. And then right in front of you, full bar at a movie theater. What? Yes, you go around the corner. There's a lounge where you could just lounge and free what? Popcorn. Ices, ice, ice cream, and soda. soda. All you can drink, all you can eat, all you can slurp, all you can slurp. Yes, slurp. I got my icy. So, this is awesome. this is where we like to go. That's the movie theater that we like to go. We decided, like, hey, let's take her sister and brother-in-law. And never. Well, we didn't anywhere. really take them. We they all never went go together. anywhere, and they have a babe, newborn baby. Newborn or baby. Not, I mean, he's almost two months. Two months. It's pretty. I mean, pretty new. <laughs> pretty, you know, the grand scheme of things, yeah, he's newborn. He was born yesterday. To, she hasn't gone back to work or anything. So we go to go watch Thor Love and Thunder. Her brother-in-law, Jesse, was just like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is awesome. We got to take the boys here. It's, it's awesome at their parents to where the first thing that they think of is we got to bring the boys. You yeah. know, because how epic the movie theater yes. was. I was yes. like, oh, you guys are so sweet. <laughs> and we go we watch Thor kids. Love and Thunder. And then we go... Um, we go to a brewery. We have like the, this like little flight of... of a beer like beverages and what you do is you pay for a flight each of them is little four ounce glasses it's like a wine tasting for beer and you know we both got a flight you know just having a good time it was hot it was hot <laughs> it felt good in there though it, it did feel it good too hot. And, and then go ahead Naomi. so at this point i painted a picture for you we went to go watch a movie we went to a brewery and then yes. oh also there's another thing while we're at the brewery uh her sister and brother-in-law for that newborn base baby baby they hand us hand us these presents yes. and they're just like because you guys are new le- youth leaders for taking care of the the junior high or whatever new leaders i don't know what the heck it was here's some gifts so i was totally like whoa what's going on this is the big thing for a gift card you know and uh we open up the gifts and um we pull out some t-shirts and tumblers and the announcement is Freddie and Noemi are the godparents of that new baby. <laughs> yeah, I cried. He cried. I just got a little teary eyed. You cried. I man. got like I was like, <gasps> like that. Like if it, <laughs> it was, was that was the extent. Okay, so that's that's what happened. We're having a good time. We just saw Love Thor Love and Thunder, which is a pretty dang good movie. And go ahead. I think Noemi tells this part of the story better. <laughs> All right. Just imagine. Yes. Outside mall, 170 degrees. And, and we're in this brewery, which is completely open. It's this really cool place, but it, there's no walls or anything. I think when they close it, it's like a big old gate. Yes. Um, so it's completely open. Everything's. And if you've been to River Park, you know it's kind of like an outlet mall. It's not an outlet mall, but it's kind of like it. Yeah. And I think most people would consider it being that. It's all out in the open. And we're sitting there and they're chit-chatting and I'm like, hey. And I do what I do best. Um, I start nagging because I'm hungry. And if you know me, you know I'm passionate about food. And I don't like to feel hungry, ever. Um, I mean, I don't know who does, but I don't like to feel hungry. So I'm like, hey, can you finish your drink? Can you finish your drink so we can go? Because I'm really hungry. So I'm pushing him to like let's go so then we finally get up and go and we go we turn the corner um this is all in a very small area of of river park 
We turned the, the corner, and there's an H&M, and I told them, let's go through here, because I know the other entrance is on the side where we're going to go into the restaurant. And I said, let's go through H&M. It was 108, I think, yesterday. So I said, let's go through H&M, because there's air conditioning. <laughs> like, let's just walk in and then walk out. So they're like, okay, yeah, it's really, really hot outside. We walk in, we kind of, like, look at the stuff, but not really. Like, we didn't stop to shop. We are just like, oh, yeah, like, my sister was saying she wants to come and, and buy, you know, school clothes for her sons and stuff. Then we're walking out of the H&M. And as I open the door, a mom with her two daughters and her husband not far behind are running inside. And the little girls are scared they're terrified. I saw their eyes and I will never forget those eyes. And they were crying and screaming. And I said, oh my gosh, are you guys okay? And I had Freddie right behind me and my sister and my brother-in-law. And we were all kind of shocked. And she said, there's a shooter. There's a guy with a gun over there. He's shooting his gun, whatever. I don't remember exactly how she said it. And instantly my blood went down to my feet and I don't know who grabbed me. I know J- Jesse, and my, who is my brother-in-law, and Freddie grabbed me and Ruth and, like, pulled us in. And we ran to the very, I guess, deepest corner into the store where the baby clothes was at. And my brother-in-law and Freddie were like, stay here. Freddie was trying to find some room for us to go into. The employee's room was closed. But we didn't know what to do. Like, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know, is this a person that's fighting with someone? Is it an active shooter? I mean, we our brains, I think, went directly to it's an active shooter, right? Yeah. I was terrified. So that's that's the that's the kind of unfortunate thing. Yeah. Where I grew up, I grew up in Eastside San Jose. When you heard somebody has a gun is shooting, your instant like, instinct oh, someone thought, someone's getting shot. It's gang related. You, you don't that's think someone's opening too. fire on a crowd full of people. That's never how I thought. I mean, growing up, or you hear stuff like, this dude at school's got a gun. It's usually for one person. Right. You know, it's never, it was, my brain was never. Like, oh, they're just trying to kill people. Never wired to think that it was, a you know, fish in a barrel, shooting into a crowd, killing people. So, right. so um, these people, they run in. Noemi and her sister, you know, Jesse was like cool as a cucumber. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he puts him over there uh, and, and that section she's talking about and he's, he's calling his brother. He's trying to figure out what's going on. His brother's a sheriff. So the first thing I look at, the first thing I look for are exits. That's the first thing I looked for and, or, and a good place to hide for the women. And that's why I was like, okay, there's a back room right here and there's a worker right there. And it was like a display closet. So there's a lock on it and everything. I was like, if, if worse comes to worse, they can hide in there if it is an active shooter. So the first thing I looked for were exits. And that's why I ran that way, found that door. Okay, here it is. And then the second thing I thought, I was like, okay, I need more information. Because a family running in saying somebody has a gun shooting, that's pretty intense. Yeah. But I need to know why... And there was people running like away from River Park. They yeah, were, like, there were people running cars. from the center outside to the cars because they, they, they were there obviously when they heard the shots. Yeah. And it's crazy because we were right in that spot. And everybody's thinking, two minutes before. I think everybody's kind of thinking the same thing. So everybody's running away. I'm running kind of. 
towards the, the entrance that we came in at H&M and I'm asking people, what did you hear? What did you hear? Because I'm thinking, okay, I need to know if it's an active shooter or not because if it's an active shooter... As opposed We're to somebody, right as opposed to somebody that just shot, shot shot somebody or whatever then we're not in a good spot because we're just sitting in a store if it's an active shooter i need to know where the the danger is so that way we can know how to to leave leave behind us you know what I'm saying i need the danger in front of me if it's an active shooter i need to know where the danger is so i'm acting i'm asking 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 everybody's pointing this way and that's why i went up to jesse um thinking like okay should we just go because in the back exit because everybody's pointing this way all right and, yeah. and 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 I wanted to run for the car. Yeah, because we were right right next to the no. parking lot. Yeah. And uh, at this point, when Jesse said no, you hear sirens. At this point, when Jesse said no, you hear sirens. So Jesse was thinking, we don't know all the information yet. It could be one active shooter. It could be more. Uh, it could be more shooters this way. We don't know all the information yet. So to stay put, probably it probably was the best best decision. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, isn't an active shooter? I need the danger in front of me. I need to. To, um, to assess the situation, I need to uh, get more information from everybody because we have two, two our, our females with us. Like, we have our girls with us, you know? Yeah. Our, our girlfriends. <laughs> well, he's married. You know? And our, our, and our both, women. And we're both moms. That's all you could think of. So yeah. Jesse's getting more information. He's cool as a cucumber. I'm like interrogating people, wanting to know what it was. Everybody's telling me someone popped off five shots. Someone popped off five shots. Someone popped off five shots. So the yeah. more I learned, I was like, okay, five shots, one gun, probably an altercation is what it is. Sounds kind of stupid. But yeah. I, I'm just sitting there thinking it was just crazy because you, you get yourself in that situation and you get yourself in that, that mindset of active shooter and it was very peculiar to to know that in our heads, that's where everybody was at. And then we found out how we'd react. Mm-hmm. Me and Jesse legit found out how we'd react Yeah, in that moment. Was it anything crazy? I mean, somebody did. Sh- so, so what it was, was four dudes. It was eight dudes, you know, four Latinos, four white dudes. They got an altercation. One, I forgot which, I, think, I don't know who it was, but they pulled out a gun, shot at the other group five times. So someone did shoot. Someone did have a gun yeah. and was shooting. And that, that was what it was. Didn't hurt anyone. Nobody got God. hit. Everybody ran and then nobody yeah. got caught. Yeah. So. It was, it was, I think my thought process went from, I don't think I, I really panicked. I was terrified, but I don't think I panicked. None of us did. We were pretty calm. And I think for the most part, I knew that you guys would protect us. You, you, you. Like I felt safe. And at the same time, I felt very vulnerable. Yeah. Because of where we were. I know that store very well. I've shopped there hundreds of times. Yeah. And the area where we were, where we, where we were at, there was no exit doors. So I knew if they were to come in through any door, we'd be running around trying to which, find somewhere to leave. Which is why I was trying to figure out if it was an active shooter because I didn't like the situation. I didn't like where we were. And if something was to go down, I didn't want to be a sitting duck and I didn't want to go. I didn't, yeah. In my head, I was just like, I'm not going to go out of coward. I'm not going to do it. I, ne- I need to know where danger is. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. It was crazy to see it, though, because your sister was calm. All she cared about was the kids. Was that's the all kids. she cared about. Because she You knew. were chill as a cucumber. Yeah. Uh, Jesse was, was solid like a rock. 
And yeah. and I'm sitting there just like I'm gonna do whatever the hell I got to do because I'm not. I'm. You hear these stories of people running and this, and you you always think about what you do in that situation and that moment of time. That situation yeah. was real. And mine and Jesse's mindset, mine and Jesse's mindset, instinctually is protect and go towards danger if we need to. Yeah, it's crazy because we both had the conversation after, and we both were thinking the same thing. Yeah, the same and things. I think we were in there for. F- 15 minutes yeah and then jesse goes sheriffs and cops are here let's go eat yeah let's go eat and i was like I that was, was such like, a like a g statement like, to say serious and dude. i was still when we went out i was still looking around and we had more information because jesse's brother joe is, is, a, a, sheriff. is a sheriff so he knew everything that was going on and he said they they drove off so i'm like okay they're not even here yeah. They drove off and they got caught, but I guess they got away. We we found out today they got away, but they had already driven away from River Park. They weren't where we were at. And that's why we felt safe enough to sit and eat and kind of just, you know, <laughs> de-stress after that. But I was like, I was pretty calm. I, I mean, way more calm than I thought I would be. I think I was just waiting to hear more shots and I was like waiting to hear shots closer. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah. Like in my head, I'm like, any minute now they're going to bust that door open when we didn't know what was going on. So that's, it's, um, it's really sad. It, it still bothers me that that's the mindset or we're, we're wired because of how much is there that, that our mindset is to think active shooter. Yeah. Um, and I think for most of the time that I was in there, I was like, oh my gosh, I have a kid. I'm supposed to pick her up on Monday, you know, like, is she not going to have a mom to pick her up? Like, uh, it was, it, and I'm not trying to be dramatic. That's really what went through my mind. And um, it, it's crazy how vulnerable we can be when there's psychos on the loose. So in, so in the end, that happened adrenaline kind of happened after and we're just talking about it we yeah. go eat at the yard house we had a good time it was funny because her sister made a remark it's like we never go out we never go out and the, t- the day we go out there's an active shooter <laughs> i know that's what she told me while we were waiting behind the racks of yeah. clothes and she's like man we never go out look what happens <laughs> so like, it's, not, you, it's not gonna happen the do you time. believe that i'm that things just happen when i'm around <laughs> Are you a oh believer? Oh my god! There's always something, man. So no, it's not you. In the um, so in in like piggybacking off of that, I wanted to read something that I found on. Is I think this, it's Campus Shield. So is this is this for a, for school. Is is this this is an, an addition to? It's not a segment. No, this isn't a segment. Okay. This is an addition. I have a segment after you're done. I do too. So uh, we have Campus Shield. This is for students, I guess, and uh, it's letting you know. What to do in the event of an active shooter? I thought it'd be nice just to to touch on this, and also, it has it right here. May I add before you say that? Yeah. When I got training, um, employee training for working at a, a public school district, we did active shooting um, training, like what to do. Basically, it was yeah. a whole entire day. It was eight hours, um, and when I got most from it was the most or the safest place to be to hide and wait um and i hope no one that listens is ever in the situation yeah but the best place to hide and wait for police 
to come save you is number one a room with no windows and only one uh, door uh, yeah and that it could be locked because active shooters they want to shoot as many as quickly as possible they're not going to bother um shooting down a door uh, so they're they'll try to open it if it's they'll probably just move on um most of the, for the most part and but the safest is a bathroom because it's got running water most of the time it only has the one door it can be locked and there's no windows yeah and it, at least and especially in school but most of the time if you go to like public places the bathrooms don't usually have have windows or big windows at least no one's going to climb up so that's the best place to be barricaded if it doesn't have a lock um because it's got running water, it's got you know. If you're there for hours, you you're gonna be okay, you know. So the scary thing on. too, the scary thing too is that uh, I follow this one page on on Facebook, yeah. and it was like things that I wish I didn't um, uncover. And you know how Facebook, if it says a sensitive content, it asks you if you want to watch it anyway. Like are and you sure? Yeah. What I what I've seen before is like just animals. You know, I didn't think right. I didn't know the extent of the the content that could be on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. There's some crazy. I stuff thought that there was. I thought there there was like a protocol or uh, or a, a sensitivity filter or whatever, and so I clicked a few on this this page, and it was just like animals, whatever. And I love watching animal. that, like animal hunting and stuff like that. So I, f- I followed the page, and after that shooting, and I think Buffalo at the grocery store when that one dude shot all the the when the that one guy shot all those black people. Yeah. I uncovered one and it was instant that, that footage. Cause a dude wow. went live, I think, or he had a, like a lapel cam Oh my gosh. and he had an AR and this isn't the way he went about. He didn't miss. He didn't miss. He had an AR and he looked like he knew how to handle it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's not, it's it's just just yeah. go like yeah. it was it was crazy the way it happened like i'm watching it and i never i stopped following that page because i was like i can't unsee this wow, damn yeah. it but he didn't miss a shot and i'm just like this isn't and this you is know crazy what? i i really really hate when people post like there was uh footage from that elementary school that got shot the Evaldi. Valdi, Texas. Yeah. There was footage from there circulating around TikTok. And I always skip it. I never like to watch it. And there was this girl that made a TikTok about it. And I was like, yes, that's exactly how I feel about it. Because some people were like, it's good to be aware. And to, and I said, no, we're losing all sensitivity. Yeah. All sensitivity to anything like that. Our eyes are not supposed to see stuff like this. We are not supposed to raise awareness different ways. But seeing watching little kids get shot or someone prowling and hearing those screams and and those cries Mm-mm. that is not okay. Yeah. That is not okay. So we have a run hide fight active shooter protocol. Uh it says run evacuate if possible if there's considerable distance between you and the gunfire armed person quickly move away from the sound of the gunfire armed person if the gunfire armed person is in your building and it is safe to do so run out of the building and move far away until you are in a secure place. And it says hide if the shooter is in close proximity and you cannot evacuate safely, hide in an area out of the armed person's view and fight. As a last resort, fight. If you cannot evacuate or hide safely and only when your life is in 
imminent danger, take action. Attempt to incapacitate or disrupt the actions of the shooter. Act with physical aggression towards the shooter. Use items in your area, such as fire extinguishers or chairs. And I would 100% agree with this as training for children. Yeah. Children, um, you know, I would even, this sounds crazy, but like 16 and younger, this would be 100%, you know, what it is. In an, an event like yesterday, yeah. something were to happen, not everyone can run. Right. Not not everyone can run. Like you just you just can't. You can't. I don't have that mentality better them than me. Mm. I don't think Jesse has that mentality either. No. So I I I would assume that the protocol for adult men to be different. Yeah. In that situation, you can't have. I I would. I think I wouldn't be able to live myself to have selfless thoughts. Yeah. To run away and hear. I wouldn't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And then knowing after how many people would have died, or, you know. It's crazy. And you did say something to me yesterday when you were telling me, like, I wasn't going to run or hide or not, you know, not in a better spot or whatever. Your intention was to just know where the danger was and try to do something. Um, and it wasn't in a way of like, oh, let me talk about it on this podcast. Look how brave I am. But he looked into the windows of my soul, like <laughs> how he usually says. And he says, I was not going to cower down when I knew I had you and Ruth. Like, yeah. I don't think Jesse and I would have would have been okay not doing something with you guys there. I couldn't. Like, I- not in a macho way. No. But in a way of like... I got to do something so this these people don't hurt them, you know. Yes. Um, and yeah, I I felt that's why I was calm because I I felt I did feel safe and I did see your face. He was very stressed out, very anxious, and I could tell when he's anxious because he bites a certain part of his lip. Yeah. <laughs> on the inside, so I was like, uh oh, but. I mean, he was just gathering information. Yeah, that's what it was. I needed to know more because I, I I, you can't, you don't trust okay. panic. You can't trust panic. Right. You have to get information. And there was, I mean, those little girls were terrified. And I told Ruth, I'm like, they don't know what a shooting sounds like. They don't know what a shooter is. They were panicking because their mom was panicking. Their mom was panicking. I do not blame her whatsoever. She's got yeah. two little girls with her. Um, but they do say, you know, try to stay calm for the kids because they'll have nightmares that that'll that'll stay with them you know that's a core memory right there but i don't blame her at all that's terrifying i don't know what i would have done if i had ali so that was just our experience yesterday it was yeah. crazy i hope that wasn't a downer I, it was just crazy yeah, like that happened crazy. i don't man. think it's a downer it's just what it is yeah it was know? crazy that happened like yeah. it, you just uh, what i say about it if you've heard if you listen to all the podcasts in the beginning of the, the all the episodes at the beginning of this podcast yeah. you'll hear like fred just gets himself in these situations and it's always <laughs> something and, and this it, this was another thing. You know, it's crazy. God has our back. We can't say that He doesn't because Mm-mm. we were we were in that exact spot just not even five minutes before that. 
Oh, we yeah, were, yeah. We were right there. And if it wasn't for her hungry little belly, like, let's if go. If it wasn't for my I'm excellent just, Me and Jesse are sitting there. We have a couple of flight. We're doing a tasting. Okay, this okay. Is, we're not this there is, sitting there is, trying <laughs> to get plastered. This is what 30-year-old men do. Like, uh, this stout has a little bit of hops to it. But and you it know tastes what? a little good. You know what? Would it be good with this? You should pair it with the bagel. Yeah, well, this is for <laughs> this is for Lily and Lily, uh, Lily and Diego alone. Yeah, my hand was starting to shake. If you know what I'm saying, my oh. hand was shaking. Yeah, that makes Lily, me hungry. Lily does this thing where she's like, "My hand's shaking." That's how hungry I was. I mean, I wasn't doing that, but it was her the hand equivalent. was shaking. But we're we're trying to do the little flight, the tasting. Like, we're just, so me and Jesse are going back and forth. Here, try this one. This is cool. You know, this is pretty cool. We're sitting there just, pretty cool. you know, just 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 drinking away, and then she's just like, "I'm hungry," so I had to leave one of them half like half full. But it was just it was just whatever. I just we just went along with our day. I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah, I was really hungry. I was shaking. So uh, we have a couple segments. I hope that you was first? somewhat informative with the Ron Hyde. And um, you go first. Or me go fight. First? I will. I will go first. <laughs> Ten fun little facts about ducks. So are uh, one of our loyal listeners. Ten little facts about ducks. <laughs> so one of our loyal listeners is Eric Knorr. He was yes, on the podcast he's and he's best. part of like duck clubs and Ducks Unlimited. And ducks the thing Unlimited, is, that's the, an elite the duck group clubs, there. The duck clubs, I mean, they shoot the ducks. Yeah. They, he's, he's a hunter. He shoots the ducks. They shoot, they shoot so the ducks. So this, this, this segment is, is in honor of Ducks Unlimited. Which also, by the way, I, I, I support it because I, when I was a little girl, I got attacked by a duck. So, and I've always been upset with them, with just the duck race, you know? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Kill them all. <laughs> I'm just yes. kidding. No, no, no don't kill them no, all. No, no, we need kidding. some I'm ducks. Just, Honestly, I, I want. Mean, I low key want a pet duck. Do we? Do oh, do we? Yeah. Do we need them? Do we need ducks? What would we need? I mean, I guess like ecosystem wise. I don't know. Sure, their their sense of direction is all really I know cool. Is that it attacked me. All we know that they is eggs. that they may be superior beings than us. I don't know because they travel based on electromagnetic uh, electromagnetic waves. I guess, but yeah, did you see? Did you see the ones at the canal? Those ugly ones with the afro, the gross ones. They're awesome, but they have like like brain heads. <laughs> <laughs> ten. Okay, so ten facts about ducks. <laughs> Okay, fact number one. Ducks are well adapted for water, land, and air activity activities. These gifted swimmers have waterproof feathers, which have a waxy coating that protects an inner layer of down to keep them warm and dry. We, I think we knew that. We yeah, knew that. Yeah, we knew that. Two, ducklings are loving siblings and communicate with each other before hatching. What? Ducklings coordinate hatching by communicating with each other while they're still in their eggs. Hatching at the same time is important because sticking together as a group helps protect them from predators. Wow. Yeah, so they got to have that strong bond before they're even... Okay, so how are they communicating inside the eggs? I don't know. It doesn't even say how. 
It's telepathy. So maybe it's maybe it's a bunch of crap. Ducks are psychic. No, they do hatch at the same time. They are super social animals. Ducks are most comfortable when living with other ducks in their natural environment. When on the water, they congregate in groups called paddlings, which helps protect <laughs> them from the predators. And the, in these groups, they are free to spend their days foraging for food and sleeping soundly, knowing their friends will warn them of any danger. Wow. Ducks have regional accents. Regional accents. Well, let me say that again. Number four, ducks have regional accents. Regional accents are just another example of ducks' abilities to adapt. Ducks. Well, it's of ducks's. That's a, that's, oh, okay. that's a little apostrophe. Of ducks' ability to adapt to their environment. Middlesex University researcher Dr. Victoria Derishk recorded the sounds of ducks in the heart of London and compared them with those that living in the countryside. She found that the ducks in London had a louder, rougher quack because they had to shout above the noise of city life. Wow. The ducks in the country made longer and more relaxed sounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Richke even noted how similar their sounds were to those of humans living in the same area. Crazy. You know what? We, for, uh, Freddie, Ruth and I were just talking about this with babies. Did you know that babies have accents when they cry? Dang. According to what language their parents speak? Dang. Isn't that so weird? That's weird. So Ezra cries according to Ruth and Jesse. Uh, number five, female ducks pick their favorite male ducks to mate with based on their dancing ability. Nice. When mating season. Me too. Mating season. When it rolls around, a male duck will perform a complicated display to win chan a chance to mate with a female. She gets to choose her favorite based on the performance and the attractiveness of his feathers. Duck mating can be a violent experiment experience for the female. Experiment. So it's important that she be able to choose her mate. At Culver Duck Farms in Indiana, a whistleblower told PETA that they had he had found so many males crowded together with females that the females were we're not going to tell this one. You can't say that. Uh, okay. I'll just edit it out right there. The, the yeah, quote. you can't say that. Number yeah. six. From the human intervention, some ducks can... Oh, free from human intervention, some ducks can live up to 20 years. Nice. Number seven. Ducks have better vision than you do. The shape of ducks' eyes allows them to see things near and far simultaneously and in sharp focus. Near and far simultaneously. Like this. I, I said like this and no one can see what I did. Like you hold up your finger to your eye and you can see them both near and far. And you can see, I can see Noemi clear and my finger clear at the same time. And since their eyes are located on either side of their head, they are able to see almost 340 degrees around them. Yes. Um, they can also move each eye independently and sleep with one eye open to watch what? for predators. In a group, ducks will trade off keeping an eye open to keep to help protect the rest of the group from danger how while they're they sleeping. How do they know whose turn it is? Dude, how do they know how to travel? I'm telling you, they communicate crazy. It's crazy. I still don't like them. You don't like dolphins, butterflies, and ducks. Where's your soul, woman? I like dogs and <laughs> cats. Duck bills are as sensitive as human fingertips and palms. Duck bills have uh, touch receptors similar to those on human fingertips and palms, which helps them look for food in murky water. You know what's always grossed me out about ducks? Is what? That you can throw bread in water 
in the water in the pond and they'll eat it and i'm just like that's so nasty what? i would never be able to put bread inside water and then eat it do you know how french fries are made they're fried three times at mcdonald's if they're fried that's fine i'm talking about bread and water in pond water moving on number nine they are meticulously clean animals when you watch a duck for any length of time you're sure to see them preening their feathers to keep them perfectly clean ducks also like to keep their nests free of waste and debris which can become an issue when dangerous fish gear ends up in their waterways and home so clean up your crap guys interesting and last but not least of the the 10 fun facts of the ducks that Eric kills. I'm just joking. <laughs> wow. I don't actually. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being uh, weird about it. That'd be awesome to go duck hunting one day. I've never gone before. I'd be like a little kid. Yeah. You know, I would just, I, I won't wear camo though. I think the camo's cute. You think the camo's cute? I think it's cute. I was thinking of just going in, in shorts and just letting my skin blend in with the, like really short shorts, letting my skin blend in with the dirt around me. <laughs> yeah, you are pretty brown. At this point, don't you think animals have adapted to seeing camouflaged <laughs> clothes? No, Could you imagine? Not. Or do they just see a whole bunch of floating faces? That'd be weird. Weird. Do you know? No, I don't like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Number 10, ducks. They are capable of abstract thinking and have deep emotional lives. Deep emotional lives? How could ducklings that be? They say quack, quack. Ducklings. That's, there's no way. Ducklings can tell the difference between objects based on their color or shape, demonstrating ab abstract thought capabilities. How do people know this? They also show affection for their siblings, mothers, and paddling mates, and, like all animals, are capable of feeling pain. How do we know this? They also taste very good. They taste delicious. Seriously. Have you ever had it in like that red sauce? Oh, so good. It's like a garlic lemony sauce. I don't know. I don't know what I had it in. It was good though. So yeah, that was fun little facts about ducks. You know what's ducks. really good too? Quail. Quail's bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quail's better than duck. All right, that was the end of more segment. And the women's goal segment. Yes. Oh, I got to push the bot in. That's not mine. Oh, that's not that's not hers. That's too aggressive. You know, she needs she needs dainty. Science. That's it. Science. Tell me why I wanted to do a science segment. I'm doing a science segment. Is it a quiz? Okay, so I watched a video. It's not a quiz. Oh, damn it! I watched a video. Well, we can do it next year. Let's, let's do it next year. Next, next year. About genetics. Okay. Okay. It was pretty disturbing. Have you ever thought... So, when you look at a family... Yes. And you see that the son looks a lot like the mom or the dad or the daughter, whatever. Yes. And you say, oh, that dad has strong genetics, right? Okay. Have you ever wondered where that came from? How do we know that it's genetics? How do we know that... Allie has blue eyes because my grandpa had blue eyes or her dad's grandpa had blue eyes. What do you mean? How do we know this? How do we know that? Or where did that, where did that thought come from? Cause we, we weren't just put on this earth and just thought, Oh, there's genetics. Oh, look, this person looks like that person. So someone had to come up with, or at least the first, not the first person, but someone had to look into what can be hereditary, right? 
um, like having similar noses or similar eyes as your parents. Okay. Up until eight, I believe it was 1859, this guy named Francis Galton, he started kind of looking into it, started doing studies, and his studies were extensive. He lived in the UK, um, and he wrote this book called, and he coined the word eugenics. Eugenics, basically what that is, is the theory that ability in a human is hereditary from the parents. Basically, if a kid has successful parents, he will also be successful. Okay. If, if a kid has unsuccessful parents or parents who are, um, you know, not as smart as you would think, he would also gain that, you know. Um, so it's not just what you look like, but it's also what's going on in your brain chemistry, basically. Yeah, to determine whether it's nature and nurture yes. of the end result of you. Yes. Okay. So he never had bad intentions, but it led to some pretty bad stuff. So he wrote this book. People in Europe didn't like it too much. Um, in UK, they didn't really accept the book as science, even though he did do a lot of science experiments. Mostly with twins. So he said, if I can get twins that are born, uh, they're born, but th one lives with one family and the other lives with another family with totally different, like social status, yeah. um, you know, work related business and all that stuff, would they be different or would whatever they inherited from their biological parents? have any say in how they grow up and okay. where they end up basically so the nature and nurture that's that's right that's what, okay yes so he did a lot of studies with twins they didn't really accept it in the uk but they did accept it uh, very very like with open arms in germany and in the united states okay you can kind of see where this is going. Each country kind of adapted and kind of went with it. A lot of scientists loved the idea. Okay. Um, specifically, white scientists. I don't know if there was any other kind at the time. I don't know. But it evolved into segregation. And I have actually never heard of this, which is why... I was disturbed by it because I'm like, okay, are we just going to pretend like that didn't happen? They wanted to make successful humans, these scientists. Okay. So certain states in the United States passed laws that people that were successful were allowed to have children. People that were not were sterilized against their will. Wow. When, when was crazy? this? In the 1800s? In the, in the end of the 1800s, early, early um, uh, 1900s. Isn't that crazy? They were sterilized against their will so that they wouldn't procreate. Yeah. They weren't allowed to procreate because they, this is the crazy thing. They had to do mandatory IQ tests. Wow. To see... Are you worthy of having children or not? Can you imagine that happening now? 
That's crazy, right? So on one part of me, the very like shocked human, full of heart part of me, yeah. I'm thinking like, like man, that is so messed up. I mean, but there's a small like... little piece of me that thinks, do you know? There's some people that just shouldn't be passing on their genetics, dude. Their their genes and habits and way of living. Well, that's not up to us. We're not God. No, I know, I know. I, I would. I'm not saying it's ethical. But you were I, just trying to make a joke. Kinda. There's there's some people like. I mean. Th- th- okay. We're not God, though. You gotta you gotta. That's the bottom line. We are not God. We can't say. Okay, you remember what Pastor Robert Owen says? He says he's sitting there at Blackbird Diner or eating wherever, and he's looking around. He's looking around. And he he says, "I'm wondering w- what's going on." He goes, "Dumb or breeding dumb, lazy's breeding lazy." Right. So, but I don't think he meant like. No, 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 no. He didn't mean to to to, to organize it and, and take action in it. He's just saying, look at the, the 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 process that's happening that we're going through. So it's not it's not necessarily this idea of trying to play God. It's not. And I think that it's a very touchy subject. So the, the instinct is to think like, okay, don't, 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 you're not God. You can't think like that. But at the same time, it's just, it's just, I think. I think that if I lived back then and I had ADHD, they would sterilize me. Yeah. They wouldn't want me having ADHD. And not have anxiety. They probably sterilize me too. Yeah. You know? So. I do have a little bit of a problem with what you're saying right now, but I know what you. I don't actually. I actually don't know what you're trying to say. Um, but you're not. You're, so, I think that one of the problems that we have in this podcast is that that I'm just. What happened? Uh-huh. I'm, no, I'm, so one of the problems that we had in this podcast is when I'm trying to get a thought out. I'm trying to get a thought out, and before I land the plane, you go through the emotions of the words that I'm saying before I ever land the plane, so your mind is already made up for how you feel about it. I think that happens because you're very attentive, and you take it for what it is as it's happening, each word, one word at a time. So the end result of what I'm saying is that some people, I'm not saying that we should go and make them not have kids, but... The the term let's say, let's just say it another way. Don't have kids if you're not ready for them. Okay, that's one way of saying it. Don't have kids if you're not ready for them. So some people are not ready for kids and shouldn't be having kids if they can't get their life together. And if you can't get your life together, why what why pass that on? So what you do, what people do with kids, and especially with the take mentality now nowadays, you're leaving ripples everywhere everywhere and if lazy is breeding lazy and dependent is breeding dependent and you have this constant mindset of of the constant ripples that are happening with people being born and raised in a and generations to come where they have a take mentality lazy mentality dependent mentality what what do we do with that so i'm not saying we need to monitor who's having kids I'm saying I understand why they did this. You know, it's not right. 100% unethical. 100% unethical. But I understand the mentality because, okay, let's just say this. Let me ask you this. Let's put it this way. I, I looked stuff like the stuff up like how, how much, how, how big of a population can the earth sustain? Because yeah. we're like at seven and a half billion, right? 
Mm-hmm. There's some scientists. It's it's up in the air. It's crazy, but most articles, most 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 predictions is that it's eleven billion, ten to eleven billion, okay. and that we're gonna be there, like in less than a hundred years. Okay, so sustainable life on Earth. So with this mentality, everybody has rights. Everybody should have a kid. You can't play God. We, we should be able to do what we please and utilize our natural gifts. But we're growing at a rate to where we'll be at the, the, the predicted capacity of Earth like in 100 years. And it might be right. It might be wrong. But yeah. what if it's right? And I always think about stuff like that. So how do you monitor? So should we have complete freedom in our breeding? What is it in China? They can only have two kids. I think it's one. One? To try to, to manage population? So at what point... We have the biggest population. Yeah, so I'm just like, at what point is it ethical or unethical for someone to step in? Do you just stay back and just let stuff happen? I'm not saying anything. I don't, I don't know anything, but it's just crazy just to think, just, just to try to wrap your head around why people would think this way. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just crazy. So th- that's just me. That's just my take on it. But I believe that in the beginning of this, he said it led to segregation and you brought up Germany and America. So I think that I may have spoken too soon, but that thought was at the tip of my tongue. So what did it lead to? Noemi? Okay. So I do have to emphasize that this guy, Francis, whatever his name is, I don't want to look at my phone again. <laughs> that coined the word eugenics did not take part in Hitler in World War One, Two, whatever. But his belief system was morphed into let's create the perfect human. Wow. So let's get rid of all the dummies. Let's get rid of all the ugly people. Right? Let's get rid of ugly people in their eyes. Right? Um, we don't like big noses. We don't like dark skin. We don't like anything. Uh, we don't like small eyes. Um, we need the perfect human. Blonde hair, white skin, you know, pretty blue eyes, pretty small nose, you know. Yeah. We don't like strong noses. Okay. So it turned into that. It took part in segregation in America. Um, you were going to get hunted down if you were a black man trying to marry a white woman because that's not okay. You're not supposed to mix the DNA because eugenics say you're going to make an a ugly, dumb child um, because a black person's genetics is no bueno. Right? So in America, you got the segregation stuff. In Germany... You got Hitler and you got concentration camps. Yeah. And it all went back down. Eugenics. To eugenics. I'm sure they adopted different things from different people. And then also, again, they did their own studies. They did their own trials and they did their own, you know, experiments. And that's what led to that. Um, I mean, I didn't know people were getting sterilized. Those are those are families that their legacy, their name just ended there. 
they never had grandkids, grandkids, that name died with them. <laughs> so it's a peculiar thing to be it's, talking about a moment in time where and it wasn't uh, people that were sterilized ago. and they were fighting for the right to have a baby. And now we're now in the total... they're fighting to kill babies. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's, it's very... It, it was disturbing to me as much as it was... Um, like, I wanted to know more. I wanted to know more about it. Why yeah. did this happen? And you will find that in the 1800s and early 1900s, there was some crazy testing going on. I mean, it, it's... Uh, maybe I'll make this a thing, and next time I'll talk about another one. Um, but this one was probably one of the worst I've ever heard. That's and especially what it, what it led to what people turned it into. Um, I mean, there was great things that came from it because all of a sudden we can compare, oh, you got your dad's eyes. Oh, you got your mom's nose. Or like, you look just like your grandma. Back, back then, people didn't, they didn't make those connections. I, then, I think instinctively we knew we made the connections. Right. Like, instinctually. You look how like that, your family. Yeah, like you how know? does a lion know which cubs aren't but his? But it wasn't. All, it was, to us, it, all lions that, look the same. Uh, that, the, it didn't have a name. Yeah. So. so just discovering, putting into words. Um, just for the record, I do not support uh, Hitlerism. Hitlerism. Uh, my, I will say again, I 100% believe that that mentality is unethical. But I'm just saying I understand the thought process. Yeah. I feel that's a safe thing to say. Maybe. I'm know. not we'll a tyrant. Angry emails. Huh? Some angry emails? Might. Emails? Who even sends emails you can anymore? make sure you email Freddie. Email. Well, you, you work in construction. You don't get emails. No. I work in office and that's, there's nothing but emails. But emails. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so this episode, dude. Has come to a close, bro. It had tortillas and cheese. It, it had, had Dominic. active shooter training. It had Dominic. Dominic and the... And the, horrible the, the science. Lingo. Science gone wrong. And it has science and Hitler. Dude, I think this is the... This is... This is the best episode we ever did. No, I don't know about, about that. Every episode. No, I don't know. But I'm just—it's crazy how how we talked about everything in this episode. Yeah. Also, for the record, Thor: Love and Thunder. Great movie. It was a great movie. I liked Ragnarok better. I feel like the the. I don't know. I think I liked the kids in this one. That one did it for that me. That moment was awesome, but the humor was better in Ragnarok. I feel like. The first two Thors, the humor was subtle, just like any Marvel movie. Ragnarok hit it out of the park with the humor. And I feel like this one, they try to almost replicate it or one-up it. It was a little it. too much humor, I guess. It was cartoony. That's what my sister said. It was a little too cartoony. Uh, yeah, but it was also, yeah, it was like, like comic booky. Humor-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little too cartoony. That, that's why, like, like Spider-Man No Way Home, that humor was... What was that noise? Great. I don't know. It went where the ac oh oh it's working hard it's 107 <laughs> 108 degrees today and um yeah so thor love and thunder i give it a uh i give it a 8.75 out of 10 i get a 9.5 9.5 it's because it shows thor's butt no <sighs> that's not the reason i just really liked it yeah. I, yeah, I give Ragnarok a 9.5 out of 10. I give this one 8.75. Not quite an 8.5, not not quite a 9. I give it an 8.75. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope that 
It was interesting and intriguing. Until next time, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. I am what the dirt from both. Noemi is o.noemi. I think we already do that in the intro and all that good stuff. Leave a rating. Do we have 23 ratings on Spotify? Awesome. Let's get that to 25. The next mark is 50, then 100, baby. You know what I'm saying? But 23 ratings on Spotify? Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I know, I know people that have podcasts and have had them for a while. They have zero ratings. Oh, wow. It's crazy. There's people with like 200 episodes. The Like no ratings. You know, so leave ratings. Uh, Spotify pushes it for the things that you may also like if the rating's good. And then also on Apple, you can leave a rating and review. Thank you to all who support this podcast just by simply listening. We are yes. doing what we love to do. This is a passion. <laughs> and for you just tuning in, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have people to have people anticipating, waiting for the next episode. Get getting excited. A little serotonin when what the derf show comes up on Monday mornings. Yeah. That is a cool Thing, dude thought. that's just yes. a cool thought thank you thank you for the supporters and the supporters are just people that listen regularly we'd still do this if we had five listeners you know it doesn't matter the listeners don't matter we'd still do this it's just awesome that we created a little you know what the dirt family there are yeah. people out there that listen regularly regularly once a week so the, the views go up after but every week every week we are averaging averaging 77 viewers Every week. So that means cool. that is averaging. That is, that is 77 people are listening to it on the first week. And then it goes up from there. We have episodes that have like 600 views, mm. you know, because people are trying to catch up. You know what I'm saying? I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's cool. Really cool. So we appreciate it. We love you. And uh, we do. hope your life is going great. We Stay cool out there. You. And have a good day, y'all. Because if it isn't good. Then why have it, baby? Hello. I could stay awake just to hear you. What is it? Breathing? Breathing. That is the mosquito or the, the fly in your room at night. <laughs> That's... That's the mosquito singing this song too. Why are you far away and dreaming? He's talking about the mosquito. Wondering if it's me you're seeing. That's what it is. I would spend my life in this sweet surrender. I don't think people want to listen to us sing. Okay. So on a scale of one to ten. On a scale of one to ten. How much do you love me? How much do I love you? Yeah. Average it or better, today? It better be intense. Average. Average? What do you mean today? <laughs> that wouldn't, shouldn't be different. No. I, I, it's not on a scale of 1 to 10. It should be Mach 10. It's not on a scale of 1 to 10. Okay. What's a scale of? It is. A scale from 1 to your heart. You are my favorite person <laughs> that I will never get tired of. Oh. So, yeah. That should be a compliment because I get tired of people. I know you do. I don't get tired of you. Sometimes oh. I need you to just exist with me and yeah. stop talking. Sometimes I need that from you too. Today you were talking a lot. Not in the podcast. The podcast we're supposed to talk a lot. Before. Well, before because you looked, you looked all like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We're about to record a podcast. <laughs>
about to record podcast. Podcast. No. Get your head in the game. You gotta get it, get it, get it, get ahead of the game. You Hello and welcome back your, to the What the Dirt Show. My name is Freddie, and this is No Emmy. And in this episode, we're you gotta get your head in the game. <laughs> get your get your head in the game. You gotta get it, get it, get it, get ahead of the game. If you know where that's from, we're friends. We're already friends. I don't know what's from. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to our audience. <laughs> and it is from, drumroll please, High School Musical. Ah, pfft. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zach Efron, all right? Zach Efron is cool. Hello and welcome back to the What the Derf Show. My name is Freddie and this is... No, Emmy. And in this episode, we have like so much information for you. We it's, talk about science. It is structured and all over the place, but in a good way. Yeah, we talk about science and other things. And how... Hey, we were near some gun shops yesterday, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we survived. Yeah, we this survived. is a true story. True Five story. gunshots. Don't give it away. Yeah, but I'm, I, that, that's my little egg to, to if someone's listening to this yeah, for the first time. Go. We yeah, know but, all the information. No, now. but if someone's listening to this for the first time, they're thinking like, <gasps> but I gotta like, listen. But you're like that trailer of the movies that they tell you the whole plot and everything, and then you watch the movie, and you're like, there was nothing else. That's it. You're you're talking down the podcast right now, <laughs> and I do not like this. I'm not talking it down. I'm just. I'm like, love it. I'm <laughs> Wait, make this an extra. <laughs> make this extra. I don't want it to be the main one. Why do you sound like a pigeon and a rooster and a turkey? <laughs> you're like a turducken person. Damn it! That was a good one. <laughs> this is Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about supplements for the kids nowadays you're puny kids you take your supplements you know you're trying to bulk up you're doing the working out and and you need motivation you're not getting enough sleep and you take the supplements you you take the pre-workout in my in my day there's no pre-workout it was coffee and the and the tears of immigration. Are you, are you doing it? This is the recording. Oh. Thank you for joining in. For whatever reason, Noemi put the mic away and I'm not done. She's just texting her significant other right now, her Sancho. But you take the supplements. All I had were the tears that I brought from Austria. All I had was the $6 in my bank account. That was my motivation. My motivation was failure. It was failure in the thought of having nothing. You think you're, you think you're, you think you're impressive. You're nothing. <laughs> you're not. You're. N- <laughs> stop it. Stop doing the. Stop doing the the hullabaloo over there. You need to stop acting like a like a imbecile. <laughs> She's just making gestures. <sighs> That was so stupid. That was so stupid. If you're here this long, that means you're a real one, boo. You're a real one. Not what? Real one, boo. I don't know. Who are you? No. Who are you? All right. Remember that one? (laughs) (laughs) If you're a real one, you know where that's from. All right. I want to know what makes you cry. All right. <laughs> Tell me what.
please you. Baby, anything you say, I'll do. I'm done. Okay, bye. All right.